Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And I did come into the weekend, you know, and I knew I was doing a three-point. I was like, I'm going to come to win. You know, I ain't going to come be casual and try to be cool about it. I'm going to try to win it again. And I'm going to come in the All-Star game, my first start. I know I'm going to be on the floor a lot. And, um, you know, I'm a vet in this game at this point. So... Um, why not try to go, go get an MVP, you know, since I, I've been here enough. And um, I saw the ball start to go in and I did that, but I wouldn't say it was validation. Uh, I would just say it was just a, a something that I put my mind on and I was like, I'm a, you know, that's going to be what, what my intentions are this weekend. And I was able to do it. Damian Lillard, who was flirting with 50 points in an all-star game as the East scored over 200 yesterday. Casually pulling up from half court. I mean, not, not like... For fun in a pickup game, half court, just two times. We're going to put our trunks on, grab some goggles and swim masks and a swim mask. What's a swim mask? Uh, I meant swim caps. Swim, like a snorkel? Is a swim mask a thing? No. Danny, we once found out and then he made us, he made it seem like we were the weird ones. What? That he wears a swim shirt and no. s- and swim shoes you're, you're, no. guy no. at the beach. Wait a minute. You wore. Wait a minute now. Are you about to make me sound like a liar? No. Here's what happened. Okay. Aqua socks, swim shoes, water shoes, whatever you want to call it. Correct. Practical. Outstanding. No problem with that. And? That is correct. I wear them whenever I have them. I need to upgrade my pair, in fact, because sometimes they get the little water gets them. I don't like it. I'm going to get a real pair. I'm like a mid-cut, mid-length. Maybe not even a high top, but like something that's not coming off in the water. So that's number one. Number two. Swim shirt. It is a sun shirt that I wore when I was sunburned. I burned my skin. I wore a sun shirt. One time, mm. there's a picture of that. That's that. Okay, you make it seem like I'm I'm the the the, the fat kid going in the pool who won't take a shirt off. That's not the case. Uh, you're not a fat kid. I'm a fat kid, but this is more that than you're leading on. What some people have alleged, some people have alleged this, Mm-mm. is that you weren't burned. This was the start of the trip, and That's you wrong. were wearing a shirt when no. you went in the water. I I walked to the beach, a pale gentleman. That one day I didn't reapply or, you know, it was overcast, whatever it was. I got it. I got the burn. I got the Montgomery Burns. Eric Burns. I put on the swim shirt. Sun, excuse me. Sun shirt. Not a swim shirt. It is a sun shirt. It's a UV protecting sun shirt. Former then, Red, former then Redskins special teams coach Keith Burns. Keith Burns. Remember that? That was a disappointing run then. Yeah, it didn't go great, did it? Giving up a lot of touchdowns. Uh, let's go around the NFL really quickly, and then we'll get into the all-star game that was so bad over the weekend. I'll start off with the Patriots, Matthew Slater, their special teams ace, retiring. Do you know he's a 10-time Pro Bowler? 
He played for basically 20 seasons, the entire Patriots dynasty. Belichick said goodbye, and now he will also. I don't think you can make the Hall of Fame just covering punts and being on kickoff coverage. If you can, he'll be the first guy inducted. But I'm not letting him get in until Brian Mitchell gets in, who's number two all-time in yards. 330, uh, 239 games with the Patriots, second in team history behind Tom Brady, 25 career playoff games, ninth most in NFL history. This is one of those, if you're in New England, you love this guy. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're like, wait, who's he? But all-time unbelievable cover yeah. special teams up, guy. Up there, it's like Slater, Matthew Slater, legend, bro. Like down here, it's like, who? I mean, some folks have heard of him, obviously. But he, he's like their, their Steve Tasker, like modern-day version. Nelson Aguilar returning to the Ravens on a one-year contract. Aguilar's contract would have voided yesterday at 4 East this weekend. They beat the clock. They're going to pay him $1.68 million. That was what the dead money would have been. He'll get that tacked on to the cash. They're going to pay the 30-year-old now. 35 catches, 380 yards last year. They're wide receiving core. They, they spent a lot of time and energy and effort on it. Drafted Zay Flowers, $15 million Odom Beckham Jr., which was a mistake, but Aguilar came in. A lot of resources, still just okay, though. Just wasn't good enough. Former first-round pick by the Eagles. You know, he's up to 375 catches in his career. Raiders, Eagles, Patriots, Ravens. New team every year, 1.2 years, it feels like, for him. I would have guessed the under on 375 catches. Feels like a, that many drops, maybe, but overall, that's that's a he's carved that an inch for himself. We talked about this when we were last on the air at the end of the week. Jimmy Garoppolo, two-game ban for a violation of the league's substance policy. Sounds like he took a medicine, apparently, that he was not on an NFL-approved list to take, whether that's Adderall mm-hmm. or something else, I'm not sure. Could end up costing him a lot of money because the Raiders might be able to get out of some guarantees in that contract as they're already likely to move on from him anyway. I'm amazed that that happens to multimillionaires, to quarterbacks. I mean, like, for me, I'm not one of those guys. But as a college athlete, I had prescription for ADD medicine because I was ADD before it was cool. And I could barely get that certified by the NCAA, so I pretty much didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, even just for just play, just to play some baseball, I was on top of it. And it was like a scary thing that I might have to pee in a cup one time. I can't imagine how managed these guys are. Everything is laid out there for them for you to, for you to mess that up somehow. I it's amazing to me. When I was on the beat, Rob Jackson saved the world once. And he picked, saved the world. Picked off Tony Romo in the Week 17 division clinching win against the Cowboys in 2012. He got a four-game suspension, and the way he described it was like he had this horrible toothache after going to the dentist at one point and getting work done, mm-hmm. and he took, like, Tylenol 3. I don't even know what that is, but it's some Tylenol, Next level Tylenol extra yeah. stuff, and he popped a, a positive test and missed a quarter of the season. Unreal. And, it, you know, if you take these guys at their word, it, it can be one mistake. It could be 2 in the morning, and mm-hmm. you can't sleep, and you're over it, and now you're, you're missing out on, in the case of Jimmy Garoppolo maybe, a millions of dollars. Wow. The Steelers are apparently internally debating what to do at quarterback. Big report over the weekend, Danny. There is a split in the building. Mitch Trubisky, who they drafted in the first round a couple years ago. Mason Rudolph. They went 4-1 and one down the stretch, remember, with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. They also today were the number one most likely team, according to odds at one sportsbook, to land Russell Wilson in 2024. <laughs> Here's my prediction. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Rudolph. You can cross him off the list. I think Pickett probably starts week one, but I think there's a really good chance. Maybe it's Wilson, maybe it's not. I think they go the veteran route, and I think they go at a quarterback. It's not going to be Cousins or one of the guys at the top of the market, but 
but someone who that they can bring in like a Geno type maybe. Yeah. And, and they have a starter, a bridge guy like that. No, that feels right. I, they feel like that team that just, with Mike Tomlin, now hadn't been there a while, they don't want to do a step back. They should, by the way. It should be kid quarterback time, and maybe you have to wear it for, I don't know, half a season or two seasons or whatever. They don't seem to me to the type of thing, you know what, we, we did the thing with the draft pick, we ain't doing that crap again. Bring me Billy the Bridge. Danny's favorite time of the year, Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. Oh, thank God. And this one gets even better. His dog's Instagram account also unfollowed the Bears. I'm all set. What would have happened if his dog kept following them, but he unfollowed them? Or even worse, yeah. if his dog unfollowed them. Wait, did I already say that one? Yeah, I don't if know. he followed them. The point is, when the dog unfollows the team, it's over. If, I think we all know that. Miss you, Peck. Yeah, um, I want these stories to go away forever, but the Bears have said they're on the record. Yeah. They want to know their plan. No one else is going to know it. But they want to have the basically the, the offseason board set for themselves at quarterback by next week. So if they're leaning toward trading the number one pick, they want to know that. If they're leaning toward trading Justin Fields, they want to know that. As part of that story, mm-hmm. Albert Breer of SI did say that at the Senior Bowl last week when they were down in Mobile a couple weeks ago now, they got two different teams that made them offers for Justin Fields. And they weren't shopping him or making calls, but it did give them an idea First couple offers in. Generally what the market would be. What they might be able to get for him. My guess is they trade him. They keep the number one pick. I've been adamant about this. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. And I would look just me. Let's say let's say I'm a team, right? Who is interested in Justin Fields. One of the conditions is your dog's Instagram account goes away. Let's not have that ever for any reason. Let's just not have that. Let's just not do that. Right? It's the dog can't log in. It's you, buddy. It's you or like someone in your family doing it. Can we just acknowledge that? But yeah, I, listen. There, there's, it's all about cost benefit, right? What's the greatest benefit to the Bears? Is it brand new quarterback starting the clock with a second rounder, give or take? I'm making up that market, or a bunch of first rounders, future picks. They've already kind of done that stockpile thing after they made that trade with Carolina last year, and keeping Justin Fields. To me, it's probably starting the clock again is one of the most valuable things you can do. But it's not crazy to get a whole bunch of picks for that number one pick and continue to, to, to stock the cupboard and maybe go big game hunting in the offseason. Last story of note in the NFL, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings trying to beat the clock before he becomes a free agent. According to Pro Football Talk over the weekend, the Vikings are unlikely to give Kirk a fully guaranteed contract. Remember, every single dollar that he has earned since getting his first franchise tag in Washington in 2016 has been a fully guaranteed amount of money in the NFL. So he could hit free agency. I think it's leaning and starting to look like he leaves Minnesota. Uh, My guess is he could just get more elsewhere. Now, if you want to stay on a discount, and that's what I would do if I was Cousins, you could stay with Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, coming back from a torn ACL, an offensive line that was much improved, led by superstar left tackle Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. What Brian Flores did on the defensive side of the ball with their personnel last year was impressive. I think that team's really close, so I would take less and stay there. But he could probably financially do a lot better if he leaves and goes to Atlanta, maybe Vegas. Right. I'm not sure. What, where else could he land? Maybe Pittsburgh, I suppose. But I, who knows? Um, I thought I thought all along he would stay. And I'm, I'm, I guess I always miss this, right? Where I was the guy that was yelling at you. Dude, Brady's not leaving New England. Are you crazy? Leaves. 
Peyton Manning is not leaving Indianapolis, leaves. So maybe it's going to happen. I I don't know. There's no football situation to me better than Minnesota for him right now this minute. I know Detroit's on the rise and Green Bay's not going anywhere, but I don't know. I I just, I see too much in that offense and there's a coach that I like that they seem to get along really well. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's all about your priorities. Where do you want your kids in school? Where do you want to live? What do you want to do? If football's the priority, then I would say in Minnesota, if it's, again, maximizing, making the most money for you and the next generation of quarterback, then by all means move. We're under a month from the start of free agency. Legal tampering is March 11th, which is basically three weeks under that away at this point, which is awesome. Cannot wait for the wildness to ensue. Commanders have the most money to spend of any team in the NFL right now in free agency. So there you go. That'll tide you over. little fix on the NFL here on Grant and Danny. Did you watch any of the All-Star game? I did. Caught some. Uh, I had a super busy day. Kids were doing a million different things, a lot of activities. But yeah, my uh, my oldest actually wanted to watch for a little bit, and he made it three and a half, four minutes of game time, and finally said, I, "I'm I'm doing something else. This is boring." So it was bad. I mean, there's no doubt about that. If you tuned in looking for a basketball game, you didn't really get that. The final score, just to give you an idea, if you didn't watch it, was two eleven to one eighty six. The East beat the West in a regulation basketball game. I'll say that again, two eleven. To 186. Uh, some of the highlights or lowlights, as they were, that are making their way around the internet, Danny, include no, it's awesome when Damian Lillard just pulls up and with his feet on the half court line, just shoots like an in rhythm and three pointer. That was pretty cool. Used to be when someone shot from half court, they're like doing a soccer throw in or some crazy, you know, from their ankle shot. Like he just shoots as if he's at the free throw line from there. An essential thing, by the way. I don't think people quite understand that. There's you, what it used to be is like the old heave where it's like max effort, there's no touch on it. That's just his shot. Yes. That's that's like, are you stepping into a, uh, an elbow jumper? Are you stepping into a shot from the wing? Are you stepping in from half court? It, it was like, it's the same look, which is absurd. But for no reason at all, like Luca in the middle of one possession got the ball, you know, deep in his own backcourt, kind of probably about equidistant to the free throw line, but, you know, toward the side of the floor and just hoists from there, slams a shot off the backboard, there were many instances where players were trying to dunk, whether it was Joker who was trying to do a bit where he dunked uh, or other players, and everyone would just kind of clear out the paint. And then it was just like, let's all stand around and watch this guy go do a cool dunk or a layup or something. I was a little bit surprised by the blowback because it's exactly what I expect when I turn on the game to a greater extent than normal. There was no competitiveness. There was no real competing or competition this was not a game, really, in any way. It was, it's an exhibition. It's a showcase, and there were there was a lot of booing from the crowd, honestly, which I was also surprised by. So I guess the first question we have to ask is, is this a problem? Because the NBA media is pretty upset. I was reading a piece in the Athletic today where all their top writers, you know, guys like Sam Amick and David Aldridge, who's going to join us today at five o'clock here on Grant and Danny. You know, they were taking the players to task and talking about basically how little they care about this event. And Do you agree, first and foremost, Danny, that this is bad and or, like, bad enough that they need to get rid of it or do something? Or is it just okay to have an event that is not a game where it's just a yeah. bunch of dudes standing around making trick shots? Whether it is or isn't bad, Right now, your fans, your hardcore coffer fillers, a.k.a. the people that consume their product on a regular basis, are unhappy. So that means it's bad. Does that make sense? Like the people that 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 
live this and breathe this and are talking about the NBA on a nightly basis. Whereas, you know, maybe I was among that number at one point. I'm more casual through Christmas than I kind of turn my attention post-Super Bowl and kind of really start to to get in the grind and get in the rhythm of chasing for the playoffs and and then the first couple of rounds and then going to the championship I really enjoy. But I'm not the same fan I was before. But I put that as a side for a second. People are pissed off because all the old heads, all the guys like me, do the bit that we always do. I remember back in my day, dot, 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 when, yeah, you know what? It was back and forth for a few quarters. Then it was the starter's turn, and there was a little bit of pride when it was, you know, uh, uh, the the Jordan's group versus Magic's group versus, you know, Isaiah Thomas, uh, his group versus, again, Magic Johnson, whether it was, you know, a lot of the Celtics. There was a whole thing where it mattered to those guys at least a little bit. And nobody's asking for, you know, Bill Lambeer-type clotheslines in the lane, but there's a big difference between that and actually playing. You know, this wasn't basketball. This was a a bastardized version of the N1 mixtape tour presented by Mountain uh, Mountain Dew Code Red back in the the mid-2000s with Skip to My Lou and company, right? That's not what this is supposed to look like. So it is a problem. I don't know exactly what the solution is. You You could tell guys to care. Guys are uh, players are tourists now right? for the most there's, part. There they, is only one way to make players care. Let's not make any uh, comments about this other than there's one way: money. Mm-hmm. That's it. You have to pay them. In fact, David Aldridge, and we'll talk to him at five. I want to ask him about this, but he suggested you get a couple of your main sponsors to throw five million each in. The NBA throws two million into the pot. Each team obviously has twelve All Stars. And then every all-star that wins gets a million bucks. Here's the problem with that. Those are not good optics, as you know. Yeah. You're getting the best players in the league. Most of them make a ton of money. Some of them are among the richest people uh, this year in America, you know, whatever, in terms of what they're bringing in. And you're now paying them more money to compete. It's just not going to go over that well with fans who are paying unbelievable amounts for tickets and now the guy that makes $45 million a year is getting another million dollars if he wins the All-Star game. But as Aldridge pointed out in The Athletic today, did people have a huge issue with paying players 500000 each to win the in-season tournament? I don't remember the, the huge blowback of that. Everyone remembers Tyrese Halliburton being great. Everyone remembers mm-hmm. like LeBron James carrying the Lakers in some of the big moments of the tournament complained about the courts or whatever. I don't think anybody complained about paying players to win that thing. And maybe they just didn't know that they were making that. That's not new, by the way. Yeah. You, you get a stipend if you win the World Series. or you know, It's never that big. But basically what they're saying is to make these guys care, you can't pay them 100000 or 200000 Because there, there was money exchanged, I think, in this game this for winning or losing. I think it was k to the losers and 100 to the winners or whatever. But the point is... If you want them to really care, you put a million dollars per player on the line and you say, you bring out a, a, a case, a briefcase, and you put it at center court and you say, it's all for this, guys, and you tip off and let's go get WWE it. WWE style, yeah. I, I, I just mean, don't know if, if like, that, that won't go over great with fans, maybe. No, but you're right. I, but they I, might start playing hard. Well, it, it, it might it might be an improvement. I mean, the I, I, the the idea of trying to bring back what should be Versus the practical action of trying to deal with what is, I think, is always one of these existential debates in sports. In other words, I would love for the guys to give a damn, right? But here's the thing. 
you go to a you sign with a city, and six months later you're like, I want to be traded to a different city, and you have to deal with this one team because our agents are friends or something. That's the new reality of the league. It's why I'm turned off by it to a degree that I, that I haven't been before. That's not changing. That's not going anywhere. True. With player empowerment, you either have to deal with it, or it'd be nice to give them a rah rah pep talk. Be like, hey, could you give a damn like they did in the '90s? That's not happening. So what do we do? I'm willing to try that. It's better than this. I, I think there's a few questions we can hit next, and I want to hear from people who watched or didn't, but who are basketball or sports fans as it pertains to these All-Star games now. And, and we'll zero in on the NBA All-Star game from Sunday. I guess, number one, why has it gotten so bad? That's the first question. Why do you think guys care so little and put so little into it and compete to such a small extent? 800-636-1067. Do you think that's a problem and a big deal? Does this need to be fixed, or is it whatever? Just let the people that like it watch it, and those that don't shouldn't care. I would get rid of it altogether, and I'm going to tell you what I would do instead of an all-star game, but I would absolutely get rid of the all-star game. Mm. You know, we crushed the NFL and made fun of that. Does anyone miss the Pro Bowl? Let's be honest. Some people watch the flag thing. Some people don't. Who cares? You know, it's cool that they have it. Players seem to enjoy it. When they don't enjoy doing that anymore, we can get rid of that too. But I don't think continuing to have the All-Star game really makes a whole lot of sense. I wouldn't do away with the weekend. I just think you have to find something else to be the grand finale on Sunday, and I've got an idea. But uh, we'll take your thoughts on this next. 800-636-1067 is the number on Grant and Danny. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dame Dollar. Uh-oh. What? Oh, oh wow. That was tires. <laughs> That was the Motor Speedway flat tire. Oh, my God. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Half court. Did y'all see Dame this? Lillard. He's Danny. I'm Grant. This is the fan. I'm fired up for my new King George Fox's hat. Tell me this isn't cool. It's a nice-looking hat. 
My buddy Joe, who coaches some baseball in KG, mm-hmm. hooked me with this hat. We're the only school. I think there were two when I was in high school. But now I'm going to say we're the only one. I don't okay. know if that's true or not. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we're one of the only foxes in America as a mascot. You ever heard of another foxes? Never. Not once. Yeah. So I'm going so to say pretty definitively, that's it. There's one. It's a, kind of a cool mascot. The foxes. I think. You know what it looks like? I It looks like an old-timey ball cap from the 1930s. Like, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Stumps McLaughlin and and right-hand Magoo, but he's lefty. Everybody, you know what I mean? But everyone's name is lefty also. Right. There's three lefties and three red. There's four lefties and seven reds. Why was everyone named red back then? Any If you had any slight tinge that wasn't, like, dirt black hair, like oh, dark hair. it was based on yeah, your hair color? Yeah, I think if anybody has the slightest, like you'd have been red. Like there's a little bit no, in your beard. Stop. You're a red. Red pulse uh, right no, there. I, that, what color's your sweatshirt? I've never been more angry. Um, I mean, I have a red hoodie You're, on. There it is. It's a cap hoodie. Red pulse. But I do. If I grow out my ha- ha- uh, beard. There's a tinge. Beyond like a three guard probably. Yeah. I get a little bit of a Auburn, like a red facial look. Yeah, like your your Cam Newton Heisman campaign there. It's not, it's not like red. You think of red. It's like a, it's a little tinge. It's a little. It's like an autumn leaves. Uh, is there a problem with the NBA All Star Game being bad, or can we allow it to continue to be bad? Should they get rid of it? So before we get to the phones, here's what I want to do. I want to get rid of the All Star Game. I don't think it serves a purpose. I I love the idea of U.S. against the world. I think that's the best way forward. The problem, Danny, is there's not enough players from around the world, like the starting lineup might actually beat the American starting lineup, yeah. but then the depth isn't there. So you'd need 12 players from outside the States, 12 Americans. And if you do it that way, it changes who deserves to get in. You know, the historically speaking, mm-hmm. like if you're the 11th guy in for the world team, they're just trying to fill out the roster at that point. You're not really an all-star. So I don't think you could do that. Although that would be my favorite way to kind of just play an actual game. What I think you have to do is take a page out of hockey's book. I think first things first, you, on Sunday, so Saturday is the dunk contest, the three-point contest with the best dunkers, the best three-point shooters, all the skills stuff, as we've been doing it, with the the elite of the elite in the NBA taking part in that. That's number one. Number two, on Sunday, I think you do those things again as part of the buildup. You have another three-point, another uh, dunk contest with only all-stars. So if you're one of the 24 All-Stars, you have to opt into one of the things that takes place on Sunday. Hmm. That could be a, a, a obstacle course challenge with the basketball. That could be the three-point. That could be the dunk. That could be a half-court showdown against the WNBA. That could be a two-on-two shoot-off against Caitlin Clark and Sabrina Ionescu. Like, whatever the, the rundown that day is, it's all All-Stars competing in it rather than just, with all due respect to Mac McClung or some other guys, dudes that are willing to say yes. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. But the other thing I think to culminate the weekend on Sunday, I think you do like a, a three-on-three tournament with some of the biggest stars Damn, in the that NBA. that was my idea. And, and you, or, or it could even honestly be two-on-two. But you you do some kind of quick, something that can get done in an hour. You play five minutes of basketball. You play to 11 or whatever. And however you decide which 15 players and five teams are competing or whatever the number is, I think that culminates it. We're not playing defense anyway. We're playing. The winner gets X number of dollars or whatever. It's two on two. It's three on three hockey style. But we're we're not having this game because you guys don't care, so we don't care, and it, it's just stupid to watch. So and, give me a a tourney, three on three feels perfect, but two on two whatever, and then give me the skills challenge again. But now the three point contest is all the guys 
that are all-stars. The dunk contest is all all-stars. I think that is a better Sunday than what they currently have. Yeah, I'm with, I, I love the the shakeup. So to me, having everybody do the the thing I'm about to suggest would take too long. So I don't know how to, you know, shrink it down to a more manageable TV product. But I'd love to see a bunch of guys go one on one. I want to see Shea Gilgis Alexander go against Tyrese Halliburton. That'd be cool. First one to seven, go. I want to see you know uh, Embiid and Jokic go at each other. Look, you have to have somebody that would pick the matchups and then make the guys want to do it. Yeah. You know, the, the give-a-damn opt-in part is the hardest part. I actually think also, like, whether it's the one-on-one thing where you would just have everyone line up and someone calls somebody out, like, I want to play him. I think that'd be badass. Or for my two-on-two, three-on-three tourney, I think what would be cool is we don't know who's on whose teams. So we know who the 24 All-Stars are. They get together in the locker rooms, behind the scenes or whatever. You know how, like, super teams are built via texts and whatever? Yeah. Like the house we, in the Hamptons that time for the heat. We yeah. just find out like Joker, uh, Luca, and you know LeBron come out, and that's the three, and and then you know there's another three that they take on, but we don't know who's on whose teams until they basically pick their teams. Or you could have a captain like they did for the All Star game and pick the teams. I just I can comfortably say the All Star game has nothing for me at this point. I, I'm I'm good on it, and I also. I don't have a problem with paying a million dollars to each player on the winning squad, putting together 12 million bucks or whatever. It's not my money. I just, A, I don't think that fixes all the problems. I think it'd be better, but doesn't fix the problems. And B, I don't think basketball fans are going to, that's not going to resonate. Yeah, I used to get in arguments with with friends, like, which conference is better, East or West? So, well, the West has these guys, but the East has this group. And the, most of the Celtics, and you add in the Pistons, that team would win. Like, that used to matter. It doesn't matter at all now. They don't care. They don't care. Let's go to Jared in Rockville. What's up, Jared? Hey, Danny. Hey, Red. Uh, hey, that's Danny. a good bet. <laughs> You're dead right. He would, he would absolutely be a Red. Back oh, then. Not on. now. Back then my when wife, everyone was Red. My wife's not going to let me come home tonight. <laughs> right. Right. Back then. So I'm, I'm looking at this at a bunch of different angles. I think we're a little jaded by this year because it was such a blowout where I feel like in years past, it has been close in the fourth quarter, and they've actually played some good basketball. So just looking back at the history, like it's generally a five- to eight-point game entering the fourth quarter, where they, then, they, then they play some basketball. My, my annoyance right now is if I want a sports bet on it, it's hard to do. Like I looked on Sunday just at the odds, and I saw the East team was plus money, and I was like, these things are so up in the air. Sure, I'll put money on the East. Whereas, if I like, I feel like I couldn't have any insight as to why I should bet this. <laughs> right. Do I bet the over? Do I bet the under? Because you're right, it is so up in the air. So it's so it's a, it can be a good look, it can be a bad look. I'm not sure what the solution is. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be betting on those anytime soon. To your point, there's no rhyme or reason, and there's just not enough effort or care from the players for it to be predictable in any way. Although I think I would always probably take the over. Uh, if I was going hard to, to get me out of that, to bet yeah. something, uh, Andreas in Rockville's on G and D. We're playing in Rockville today. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Uh, Danny, you got a great Scottish accent, by the way. Thank you very much. I, I visited and I perfected it by listening to locals. Would you like some gravy on your potatoes? I'm like, what? Why are you? Why are you speaking so sternly to me? Like, even when they're really nice, by the way, it seems like we're quite upset with you. I'm like, no, you're not. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. So, dude. Um, so. NBA and basketball in general is unique in one way, and that's that playing one-on-one is just as good or as fun and can tell about the skill about a player just as much as playing five-on-five. 
And so the one-on-one tournament is the way to go. They can have pool play on Friday or Saturday night and then come out with four, like like a semifinals on Sunday, um, play up to seven or nine or whatever it is. But that's the best way to get the real skill, see what these guys really can do one-on-one. Um, you know, I think about guys like Kyrie going against a LeBron or Luka going against Durant. Uh, even a Jokic versus Steph Curry, the mismatch would create such an intriguing matchup for everybody to watch and see, you know, who, who really has the skills um, to elevate above all the other players. And for my money, I think Durant would still probably win. I think but... Steph probably. And even just having this back and forth mm-hmm. is indicative of some interest, right? I think it makes sense. I think it's a cool idea. I'd certainly rather watch that than the product we got on Sunday. <clears throat> I still, to me, two-on-two two or three-on-three three would be better than one-on-one. You're just incorporating more stars, and you still get the one-on-one game, I think, because you're just d somebody Elements up. of it, yeah, right, right. But w- with another couple guys yeah, on the Because the whole point is you want those matchups, right? The last two MVPs, I, I just keep picking Jokic and Embiid, but you want those to see those guys go at it. You want to see Giannis going up against uh, Luka. Those kind of things are cool. Michael Alexandria, what's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? Good, buddy. Chilling, bro. Um, so I was thinking, first of all, I think that two-on-two and three-on-three would be a lot more entertaining than the current All-Star format. The All-Star game the last couple years has been trash, in my opinion. Uh, not just the game, but the competitions on Saturday as well. But if they play for something on Sundays, how about, like, the winner of the East-West game? That conference gets home court advantage in the finals rather than seeding. So now they have an incentive to play for because I think, Grant, you mentioned it earlier, like 25000 went to the loser, 100 went to the winner. I think that was for charity purposes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But um, if, they're, if they're playing for something to play for, because majority of these players that are in the All-Star game, they're already in either the playoff race or in contention to be in the race. Yeah, a lot of them are. Thanks for the call. MLB obviously yeah, did go that the baseball rule there. for years. They, they did away with it because it, it's an exhibition, and then that was on the line, and all these guys would opt out, and you'd have non-All-Stars playing for World Series, home field advantage, and it, it ended up not working. But for a few years, the, the problem was, and it's by far the best All-Star game after a tie, they wanted to change the perception that it didn't count. And so their slogan was, this time it counts, and then this time it still counts, and this time it counts again. And they, it sort of counts, kind of. They did of. that for a bunch of years. Um, look, anything that they would do to make the guys care is probably better. I guess the question is, is there a fix, or is it worth saving? Is it worth fixing? I mean, there, there was a time where the All-Star game was awesome. That time is probably gone. There's one All-Star game that's really good every year. It's baseballs. Because you can't really half play baseball. You know what I mean? You're, yep. not, you're not throwing the ball 47 instead of 92. You know, you're not half swinging. It's just a game with the best players. It's awesome. But that's not the case in most sports. 800-636-1067. We'll try to squeeze in a double play next as well. Remember, we got Caps tickets for you in 20 minutes at 4 o'clock right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. G&D on the fan. We'll give you a double play in just a moment. It's going to be a good one, by the way. Nobody in this room right now knows what our double play is. I'm just going to tell you it will involve Ryan Clary. Oh, man. It's not anything that you guys are prepared for. And I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. I came up with the idea this week. Oh, good for you. We'll do that, let's say, in three minutes right here on Grant and Danny. But let's put a bow on our all-star game conversation. People were livid about the NBA festivities on Sunday 200 points scored, no defense at all by the East, uh, winning the game. So the question is, Charles is in Fairfax, is this game worth saving, or should we just let it be what it is and, and not worry about it? Well, hey, Josh, love your show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, first time caller. Oh, hey, that's look, awesome. Uh, guys, I'm, a, I'm a bit old school with this here, right? So I've seen everything. You can't stop these guys from being selfish. You have to basically hit them where the money is. I say cancel it. I say not try it again. I say the fans have to stop showing their interest. That's the only way things are going to change. We live in a society today where money simply motivates people, not fans. But would your would your end game be to get them back to what you and I grew up with, or is it just the end game is what? Like, what do you hope to? In other words, what do you want to change by not caring about it? Well, I think you should bring international players in. I think you should even bring women in. I think women can put a pressure on a men that literally will kind of wake them up as well. I mean, just like we had the three-point shooting that happened this Saturday, at the end of the day, it takes pressure. I don't know what the pressure points are, but I say change it to a level where it's noticeable. I mean, the women play hard. The women give their fans what they want. Yeah, I think you could do Curry versus Ionescu as an example was actually really good and really competitive. Great television. I think you could do that in some of those individual skills competitions. I'm not sure if you, you know, play the WNBA stars versus the NBA stars if if it works out the same or is worth trying. I, I don't know. I like the idea of showcasing the women's game. I certainly think that that was the highlight of the whole weekend and do more of it. I want to see Caitlin Clark next year go head to head with Curry and maybe it's you know Dame versus right. Uh, INSQ or something. Well, that's what I, mean, I want. I want Caitlin Clark to walk out and go, I challenge you, yes. Dame Lillard. Or like the top you know? five 
ball handlers in the WNBA yeah. do an obstacle course timed or whatever against the top five in the NBA. I think that would be actually really cool. I think that's a good idea for sure. Robert's in Dallas. What's up, Robert? What's happening, guys? Buddy. Good to catch up, man. Hey, you know, um, I, all these ideas are good. Here's the problem, and this is a problem David Stern didn't have to face and Adam Silver does. Man, you can't make people have pride, and you can't make people be competitive. And, you know, I hate to be the back-in-the-day guy, but, man, you go look at some of those all-star games. Shaquille O'Neal could not wait to take it to yep. uh, David Robinson. And totally. Jordan couldn't wait to take it to the Kembo. It was, I mean, Isaiah and Magic. These guys were friends, but when they got on that court, it's all business. It's just the way that it is now. And, I mean, I, look, I'm an older guy. I'm 51. I came up and I was spoiled with all these guys that were great. You know, I, it wasn't too long ago I saw this video of Tracy McGrady and Kobe, and they, the guy was joking around with them about them playing one-on-one, and Tracy was like, yeah, we didn't keep score. Dude, Kobe stopped the interview. was like, who didn't keep score? Like, he stopped the interviews <laughs> yes. to make it known, dude, we didn't, I didn't just play you for fun. I played to beat you. Those days are long gone, man. Now we're totally. in the days of the banana boat, Instagrams, people <laughs> joining up with each other, people. I mean, these dudes talk to each other after a game as if they ain't seen each other in eight years. It's just a different, it's just a different time. A Everybody's chummy. So look, so true. And maybe I'm just old. And maybe I'm just like it's not. It's not. For it happened to all of us, fine. dude. No, you know what? It's it's totally it, correct. It's by not the way. for Robert. Right. It's not for you. I don't think it's for me. Maybe if you're a kid, you love it. You know, maybe if you're one of these guys who likes players from 11 different teams, mm-hmm. don't really have a favorite team. You got a bunch of jerseys in your closet. Like just, all the kids in my son's league love Steph yeah. Curry. They just want to see Steph Curry do stuff. Maybe, I get it. Maybe they're in, and maybe it isn't as big of a problem. Um, I, I like that call though. Uh, All right, it is time for our double play. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. Here's the challenge. Give me some game show music. Yesterday was President's Day. Oh. How many presidents of the United States can Ryan name? On the spot right now. Over, under, what are we setting it at, Danny? 19 and a half. Okay. I mean, there's been almost 50. I'm going to hope he goes over that. Uh, I'm going to say if he gets over 23, I'll be happy. Darius, how many do you think he gets? Uh, 19 and a half. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 21. He's going to get 21. Low number. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you may begin. All right, we're going to go Biden. Hold on. Let me get my bell. Where's my bell? Danny, do you see my bell? I do not he, see you're saved by the. He's, someone really? Somebody moved that? Look, is it underneath the I'll football helmet that's here for some reason? No. The other football helmet. No. Uh, all right. No. Underneath your deodorant we'll there? Give him credit. There's one. One. All right. Biden. Trump. Obama. Uh, Bush. Reverse order. I like it. Clinton. Bush. Reagan. Nixon. Uh, what is that? Eight? That's it's eight. eight. All right. George Washington. They're skipping a little bit. Skip around there. <laughs> John Adams. Ten. Abraham Lincoln. Eleven. Herbert Hoover, twelve. Um. Um. Mm-hmm. Ah, geez. Yep. FDR. I, what? What's Franklin this? D. Roosevelt? Okay. Take it. Um. 13. Did I say Eisenhower already? You didn't. Eisenhower. Boom. What's his first name? Um. Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah, we'll take <clears> that. Yep. Fourteen full names, please. Fourteen. Um, um. Thomas Jefferson. Boom. Fifteen. Look at this. Um. What else? What else here? I'm missing some people. A few, yeah. 31-ish. 15. I'm at 15. You are at 15. 
All right. Uh, did I say John Adams? You did. I did. Dang it. He's a good one. Um, ah. Did I say Abraham Lincoln? You did. I did. Yep. <laughs> 15. Mm. Maybe 19 15. and a half was a good number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is tough. Mm. Theodore Roosevelt. Hey, here we go. 16. Theodore Roosevelt. Um, boy. We got. He's literally thinking run, running presidents right now. Yep, yeah. yep. That's true. <laughs> You're out of those guys. Yep. Um. Oh, man. This is tough. Oh. Mm. Yeah. This is tough. Yeah. Um, 16? Yeah, 16. That's not a great number. Oh, man. I'm, I'm drawing a blank you, you right got, now. You got 20 seconds before the clock runs out, and you can reset it by getting one. Oh. 20 seconds before it's I, over. I... I, I this is tough. I'm just running through names right now. Oh, Bill Clinton. Already said. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, man. What's his name? Grant. Well, who's Grant? Uh, Grant. Oh, my God. Paulson? Grant. No. No. Oof. Come on. I didn't Grant. help him. I, I thought that was a gateway name. drug there. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Hey, here we go. 17. Right, Ulysses S. Grant. Clock. With two seconds to spare. All right. All right. You 20 seconds Grant. on the board. I have 17? Yeah. You do. All right. Um, mm. Did I say Hamilton? You didn't. Hamilton. But he's also not a president, I don't think. Oh, President Taft. Hamilton wasn't a president. Really? Taft was. Yeah. You got Taft. Taft. 18. Uh, That's 18. say his full name, Danny. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've, we've, this has been the rule since <laughs> yeah. the beginning. What's uh, Taft's name? Ah. Uh, Harrison Taft? No. That's no. not. Damn it. William Taft. William <laughs> Taft. Yeah. 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 All right, we got there. Right. 18. We got it. We got 18. All right. Um, he keeps resetting the clock, right? He's, it's so, about close. he's so close. He's so close. jeez. Get that 19 By and 20, way, 19 bro. 19 and a half. Look at you, Vegas over I'm here. All, yeah. Don't think Strong I don't know what I'm off. doing. This is tough. This is so tough. This is a sweat. This is a sweat. <laughs> oh. I need. Mm. No. It's not. No. I'm thinking through some names right now. I keep on thinking Alexander Graham Bell, but no, he invented the phone. He did invent the phone. But did um, he do that in the Oval Office? No. Nope. Okay. Nope, he didn't. Ah. Uh, oh, geez. Six seconds. Got to reset the clock. Ah, uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Cleveland. President Cleveland. What's his first name? Oh, come on. Come on. That was like way back in the day. It sure was. It was like 1812. He was actually president twice, by the way. Sure. Uh, I don't know the first name. Grover. And Grover. that is the end of the clock. 18. We call that 18 or 19? Uh, it's 18 and a half. 18 and a half, I, I guess, say. is the last <laughs> name. On. All right. Not bad, Ryan. Not too yeah. shabby. Hey, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, happy, the, the, happy President's Day, everybody. Yeah, the obscure ones like like Polk and Tyler, like nobody remembers those, like yeah. on, under pressure when you're, when you're thinking about it. Did he get it. Harry Truman? He did not. That's why I tried to give him the- Dude, just think of my kids, man. McKinley, I, Truman, I know. Reagan. I, know. I, I didn't think of that. If I would have, then I would have known. You would have knocked a couple more out of the park? <laughs> I would have knocked a couple more out of the park. I was thinking about that yesterday at home. I was like, I cannot wait to do this tomorrow. I just want to see how many he can name. I love it. Grant and Danny on the fan. We're giving away Caps tickets. Top of the hour. We're going blitzing as well. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.